Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We are the four mentoring specialists at Big Brothers Big Sisters, and we'd like to talk about our site-based programs today. Uh, we had to um, end our school-based programs early in the spring um, due to COVID-19. Um, so we were all very disappointed to not see our bigs and our littles. Um, we know they were probably upset about that as well. Um, so we've just been trying to keep in touch with them. Um, so do we want to talk about some of the things that we did over the spring and the summer to stay connected? Sure. Yeah. So right away when our school-based programs stopped, we started a pen pal program. Mm -hmm. So our matches could continue talking. Um, how our school-based programs work is that they're not allowed to have contact outside of the program because our staff is always there facilitating. So that was a way to keep them connected while everything was shut down um, and kind of keep them involved in the program. We also dropped off packages at all of our littles' homes and our seniors who graduated at the end of the spring. Um, we just took t-shirts and different school supplies and some snacks and things for them to have fun and just to keep connected with them um, through the end of the school year. And I know that we just you know, stayed in contact with them, whether that was texting or through calling, um, just to see if they needed assistance or resources, mm -hmm. um, anything extra we could provide to them. Um, so some of the families needed groceries and different items they couldn't get out to the store. Uh, so those are some things that we, we provided as well. Um, over the summer, we came up with some challenges as well as we were in this pandemic of um, pausing our community-based matches, going out and meeting face-to-face, -face, um, and then changing and writing new policies and procedures about how they were able to meet and then eventually coming back to doing outside um, outings together. What else did we have to figure out over the summer? <laughs> Summer camp. A lot of summer camps yes. closed. So the kids yeah. that are in our programs um, are invited to go to summer camp. And um, we have lots of donors that help pay for the kids to go to camp. So that's really cool. But a lot of the camps closed. Mm -hmm. um, and there was just one that was open. So it's a lot of... We were able to go in one. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. And all those kids really enjoyed yeah, the summer camp. It was a great camp. Yes. Yes. Uh, we had many canceled events. Um, so we couldn't do our end of the year, both for kids' sake. Um, we couldn't do our... Um, touch a truck event that we do during the summer. Mm -hmm. uh, we kind of had to get creative and come up with some different campaigns and some different fundraisers to um, just make up for those other events. So that's a challenge that mm -hmm. we've run into and that we're continuing to run into. We had to change up our fishing outing that we usually have for yes. the summer for all of our matches. This year, we um, the Outreach Walleye Club puts it on for us, and we usually go out in boats on out with lake and fish. So this year, we just kind of were able to go around a pond um, and socially distance to fish. So we were still able to have that, so we were glad. We did have to cancel our water park event, yes. which is a big one <laughs> that our families look forward to and mm -hmm. our bigs look forward to. Um, at the Yorksville Water Park, they were unfortunately not open yeah. this summer, so we had to cancel that. So hopefully we'll be able to do our event for our Christmas party in mm -hmm. December. Yeah. yeah, so we've had to adapt a lot over the summer, um, but also as we go into the school year starting, adapting things for um, our school-based program. So um, obviously schools have been working on their safe opening plans and things are just changing um, and nothing's really set in stone. So we've had to um, just adapt to finding different ways to recruit people to be in our programs, whether that's bigs or littles, um, creating new policies and procedures, um, and then just thinking of different ways 
delivery models for our programs so that we um, can still keep kids involved even if schools are closed. Yeah and working with each specific school district as their roles and procedures are ever changing and trying to figure out how we're going to fit in with all of those changes. Mm -hmm. And we also switched our curriculum this year. So that's developed by our staff where Mm -hmm. it used to focus on 40 developmental assets. Um, We're moving forward with um, our activities focusing on social emotional learning. So we really had to do some training on that and some research on that to develop a curriculum that can be really intentional uh, with our littles this year. And virtual or in person. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, we've been preparing a lot for all these challenges. Um, We've created four different models so that we can have increased flexibility. And we've been working as a team to communicate Mm -hmm. with each other on what's going to work as well as with schools on what's going to work. And um, just having options for each scenario that our state could potentially be in. Yeah, there's been a lot. The schools have been really great to work with, though. And a lot of them are um, very positive about the program and want to keep us involved and are being flexible with us as well. Yes. So that's yeah, we are very thankful um, Mm -hmm. for the relationships that we have with all of our schools. Yes. Um, Our school liaisons who are really supportive of the program and have just found a way for us to either be in the schools or at least be able to serve their kids um, virtually. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we can't say enough about those individuals that we work with. So do we want to go into each school district that we work with and kind of what we're able to do so far with them this year, which it's subject to change because I'm pretty sure everything this year is still up in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do the mentoring programs at all three Dover Elementary schools. And so far this year, we're going to be able to meet um, after school in person in the gyms. We usually meet in the libraries, but we'll be in the gyms this year to kind of be able to do more of social distancing to fit all of our matches in there. Um, and also at Malvern, their program is also going to be in person this year. Um, they have some wonderful staff who feel like it's very beneficial to their kids. It, we meet during the school day and um, they have a lot of procedures that they follow there. So wearing masks and everything while we continue to meet in person on Tuesdays. Um, so I do the programs at New Philly. Um, unfortunately, we are putting a hold on the New Philly programs. Um, They've had a lot of changes in their districts this year. They've grade leveled their elementary buildings. um, And with all of their reopening plans, um, they just feel it's best to give time for the families to adjust. Um, So we totally respect that decision. We understand that there's a lot going on and it's really hard to um, make those decisions. So hopefully um, we'll be talking to them around the second quarter um, and hopefully be able to start the program sometime around then. Um, So I run the Carrollton program. Um, They've also had many changes. Um, They've just been extremely busy. Um, So we're kind of holding off on that conversation to see what the program looks like this year. Um, Hopefully we'll still be able to be in the school, but we do utilize adult volunteers there. Um, We have many adult mentors, so we're not sure what that looks like with adults coming into the school. Um, So that's still a conversation that needs to be um, had at that school, but we're hoping to be in there and be be able to see our littles there. Um, in the Claymont program, which Sarah and I share that program, um, we're going to be able to be in there, be in person. We're going to be able to have high school mentors. Um, we aren't sure about Kent students or adult mentors there yet, um, but they're very supportive of us doing virtual mentoring there as well to use those Kent's mm-hmm. Kent students and those adult mentors. Um, So those programs, that program is going to look similar as it has in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, 
You want to talk about Strasburg? Yeah. So Strasburg, we're hoping to be in the school as well. Um, our school liaison there is great. She's very supportive of the program. Yes, she is. Um, so that program takes place on Fridays during lunch, but um, it is hopefully we're going to have different classrooms so that we're able to social distance there um, and keep things as normal as we can. Um, Sarah and I also share Newcomers Town. Um, so that's one of our larger programs. So that is, again, a school that we are still having a conversation about how we're going to run that program. Um, we've had up to 40 matches there before in the gym, and that's probably not a possibility mm-hmm. this year. Um, so we're kind of looking at those virtual options that we have um, for that school, hopefully still being able to serve a large amount of kids, but maybe just through different models this year. Mm-hmm. And Tuskegee Valley um, is also one that's doing virtual program. They're still meeting at that same time frame, which is during their middle school lunch on Thursdays. Um, but they weren't, they didn't want high schoolers coming into the middle school because they're separate schools. So we understand that. So they are both just going to do their virtual program together at that time. I think that's all of our schools. <laughs> I think that's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So next we're going to talk about um, just our program days and times and uh, when those take place. So the programs that we offer are at Bell Heron Middle School on Tuesdays during the Littles Lunch. We also have Claymont Intermediate on Wednesdays from 3 to 4. We have Strasburg Elementary and Middle School on Friday, um, and that depends on the Littles Lunchtime. Um, we have Newcomerstown West on Thursdays from 2 to 2.45. Tusky Valley on Thursdays from 10.50 to 11.50. Um, and like Abby said, New Philadelphia um, has a delayed start, so we'll get more information on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Dover South Elementary on Tuesdays from 3.30 to 4.15. Uh, Dover Avenue on Wednesdays from 2.30 to 3.30. Dover East on Thursdays from 3.30 to 4.15, and Brown Local Schools on Tuesdays for the elementary for from 8.25 to 9.10, and the middle school is from 10.43 to 11.25. And our programs are set to begin mid-October and go through um, April. Um, so if anyone's unfamiliar with our school-based programs, the typical outline uh, for those is... Um, Bigs and Littles usually meet in one location um, that's supervised by our staff. Uh, We always encourage them to work on um, homework together. We really try and focus on um, academics. And then we have our own curriculum, like I said, that we implement and we encourage our matches to do that as well. Uh, We pass out a snack. Um, That's a big deal to our Littles. (laughs) So we make sure we do that quickly at the beginning of the program. Um, And then they have time at the end for just relationship development. So we bring games, um, some like to color, some like to just sit and talk. Um, There's all kinds of things that they can do together just to build their, their relationship. Uh, Students in our program also get invited to our agency events. So our fishing derby, our Christmas skating party, water park events. They also get invited to summer camp as well. Um, We want to talk a little bit about the different delivery models that we are providing this year to adapt to all of the changes. Um, So the first one is an in-person model, and that's just like our normal programs have been in the past. The children attend the site-based program in person, um, and it takes place usually at the school the same day and time each week. Um, The next one is a synchronous remote model. So children can participate in this um, remotely from home with access to a live in-person session through 
um, a platform called Blue Jeans Meetings. So the activities will be provided through form assembly, um, and we require an email address to receive the materials. Um, so that will require a commitment from the child to participate in the weekly session at a scheduled time. So the way that will work is we'll have another staff member at the programs running the Blue Jeans meeting while the in-person sh- session takes place. So it's at a specific time. So they can still participate in that time um, in that program just at home. The next one is a flexible remote model. Um, This is utilizing Flipgrid, so they can communicate with their bigs over Flipgrid. The child will be required to send one video per week through this platform. All activities will be provided through FormAssembly, just like the synchronous remote model. Um, And this model doesn't require children to attend a session at a scheduled time. Um, They can send videos as their schedules allow, um, and then their bigs can do the same. So they can communicate like that and um, do the activities and upload them. Um, The last one is a no internet remote model. Um, So students that don't have internet and are not able to do the in-person sessions, we wanted to provide a way for them to still be involved. So um, you can contact us for details about that if that's something that you're interested in enrolling your child in. Um, And we we understand that um, kids are going to be a lot online a lot more often. We do have a social media policy um, where bigs and littles can only interact through the virtual platforms that are approved and supervised by Big Brothers Big Sisters staff. Um, We do training for the virtual platforms that we utilize because we understand that we're utilizing, you know, several of them that people may not be. Um, aware of or may have not used before. So we provide training on those. Uh, We also have a new internet safety training that we've developed. Uh, We've been working on that the past couple weeks. Again, because we understand that these kids are going to be online and they need to know how to be safe when they're online. Um, So with our program, it is everything that is done online is supervised. Um, I know that's probably a concern of parents. Mm -hmm. Um, It it all goes through us and we, we see all of those interactions. Yeah, even the videos on the Flipgrid mm-hmm. will be able to monitor those. They go through us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be implementing some preventative measures to stop the spread of COVID-19 um, in our in-person schools where we can meet. Um, our staff, when possible, will practice social distancing among children and volunteers in all school or site environments, mask or facial Masks or facial coverings (laughs) are required for all staff, children, and volunteers unless there is a medical reason which inhibits them from wearing a mask or facial covering. We prefer families to provide these masks. Um, However, if it's an issue, the agency will provide them one mask um, for the school year that they can use if they don't have one. An individual who does not have a mask or facial Facial covering (laughs) will not be permitted to attend the in-person mentoring sessions just because we um, are obviously trying to keep everybody safe while we're in person. Hand sanitizer will be provided to all children and volunteers upon entry and exit of the in-person mentoring sessions. All program materials will be thoroughly sanitized after each site-based mentoring sessions. Um, We go from different schools, so all of our games and stuff that we bring for our programs is all going to be sanitized. Temperature checks will be done for each child and volunteer upon entry to each mentoring session. So anyone who's coming in and out of our room where we're meeting 
and any staff members, volunteers, or child who tests positive for COVID-19 or has direct exposure with an individual who has tested positive for COVID-19 is not permitted to attend an in-person site-based program session for 14 days following their direct exposure or absence of symptoms from a positive COVID-19 test. So we are in need of um, additional mentors this school year, both in-person and virtual. Um, we utilize high school students, college students, and adults as mentors in our program. Um, as we've all said, that can change for different schools on who they're allowing in the building. So um, for the ones that aren't allowing, we definitely need volunteers that are willing to go online and meet with children virtually. Um, it, it allows for more flexibility and um, people are able to choose what best fits their schedule. So um, due to COVID-19, mentoring is now more important than ever. Um, our littles can benefit from the stability of meeting someone every week and just having that one-on-one -on -one attention from a caring individual. So our application process um, for BIGS includes um, the completion of an application, a face-to-face or virtual interview and a check of references. Um, and we also ask adults to complete a multi-layer background check. So if you're interested um, at all in becoming a mentor, you can give us a call at 330-339-6916, or you can visit our website at bigsforkids.com. Um, we can use any mentor, whether that's in-person or virtual, mm -hmm. we'll find a little for you and we'll find a program that fits with your schedule. Um, also just want to say that we are super excited to see our littles again yes. in yes. October. <laughs> um, we've missed all of you if you're listening mm -hmm. to this and we've missed our bigs. So I know that we're all really looking forward to getting back in the schools and seeing everyone. Thank you.